Hello and welcome to episode 276 of the Veg Grow Podcast. My name's Richard and I love to grow food in my allotment and garden. Today is the 5th of April 2020 and this evening I want to talk to you about composting and this follows from another question from a listener who is just starting out and wants to know a bit about how to go about composting. But firstly we have what I've been up to today and it's been a day at home today. Normally on a Sunday I would go down the allotment but with the government saying it's best to stay at home I thought I'd stay at home this weekend. While at home I've got plenty of work that I can get on and do so it wasn't wasted. Now I started by sweeping around the paths again. I'm just trying to every day sweep the paths just as a uh, I don't know what to put it a bit of routine. Now all my sweepings get swept onto the lawn of which I then go over with my lawnmower and I was cutting the grass at the same time as well as some of the ivy that we missed last week. I run over all my cuttings and trimmings with the lawnmower for composting purposes which I'll talk about in just a minute. Unfortunately I think it might take a lot out of the lawnmower because for some reason now I've got a Flymo lawnmower which lifts up off the ground and I inherited it off my father when he brought himself a new one and it's been really really good it's a good little lawnmower don't get me wrong but for some reason the belt has slipped and not turning that bit round so at some point this week I've then got to strip that down and repair that. Now after that I then planted out my final potatoes and I've been struggling with what to do with my potatoes as of lately. I had a few left, King Edward, but I had no room on the allotment to pot any more in and I was having a few pots at home anyway but I'd run out of multi-purpose compost. I could have gone down and brought some compost but I'm trying to save all the compost that I buy for potting on my plants. Well, I then decided I was going to look at a completely different way of growing potatoes and that was potting the potatoes in pots of straw. Now I've heard this can work, I just put straw on the bottom, added my potatoes then covered them over with straw. I heard it can work, we'll find out. I'll keep them watered, keep them growing like normal and keep adding straw as they grow up. I'm led to believe this will be quite successful but we'll find out as we go on throughout the year. One of these experiments that we seem to be running a lot of at the moment. But at the same time, it's make-do-amend. Because I can't get compost that easily. Straw I have for the chickens anyway. And I tend to empty out the straw for my chickens once a week anyway. So I could probably use that if need be anyway. I followed that with some weeding and watering of various plants and, and pots as a normal routine. And then I finished sorting out all my plastic pots and I've got those all packed away in the old chicken run for the time being. I do have a lot of plastic pots I've discovered and I think I've got to rethink what I'm going to do with these in the future. So that's what I've been up to today. What have you been up to yourself? Now Lee has contacted me with a question about composting. His email reads, Hi, I want to start a compost bin like you made. However, I'm unsure what you can pot in. I've just dug out a patch in my garden which was full of nettles and other weeds and I'm worried that if I compost it, will it spread to the rest of my garden, please? Maybe you could talk about this in one of your podcasts at some point. I'm a novice gardener, so any advice you give would be great. Also great podcast, by the way. Keep up the good work. Well, thank you so much, Lee. It's appreciated any email or any correspondence I get any time like that. Helps me, um, I've really tried, no, I'm reaching out to you guys. Now composting, that's quite an interesting question because I think in its simplest form it's just a case of throw everything down in one place and let it run down. 
and technically that's correct. But to get good compost and to do it well, there's a bit more to it than that. So I'll start with what I do. Now, any weeds, any clippings, anything like that, I all collect together, I'll pot on the lawn or on the grass down on the allotment and I'll run them over with a lawnmower and collect those cuttings up and then pour them into either my bins that I have at home or my pallet bins down on the allotment. Now I run over them with a lawnmower to get them all chopped up nice and small, all these bits of material chopped up nice and small and that not only creates a better compost I find, it creates a faster compost and it also gets the compost nice and hot which will kill off any weeds, any living stuff inside that compost bin. For example, a couple of days ago I started a new bin at home and I filled it up with the ivy that we cut down last weekend. That is now up at 60 degrees C when I checked on it today, which is pretty damn hot. Now at that temperature, it's probably going to kill off any weed seeds and any weed roots anyway. So it's, it's pretty much doing what I want it to do. However, I should say that in terms of health and safety, running everything over with a lawnmower probably is not the right thing to do. I do it, but I probably shouldn't. Instead, if I had a garden shredder, I would use that and throw everything through the garden shredder, get it all really nice, chopped up nice and small, like I keep saying, nice and small, and then pop that into the compost bins and, and that will rot down. Lee mentions nettles. Nettles can be a bit of a concern. Again, they don't bother me because of my technique, and I have nettles on my allotment, and they never seem to go on after doing this. But if you can't chop them down nice and small, and you're just going to throw them in the bin, Nettles I would be concerned about. However, because you have no brown bin collections at the moment, what other choice have you got? So what can you do to combat this? Well, put it all in your bin, but you're going to have to keep it for probably a year at least. Better to be two years before you use it. That way, anything living in there, as long as it's nice and dark, should not survive. And then that should give you a really good compost as well. Nettles actually is really fantastic. It's treated like a weed, and it is a weed, but the tops, they can be really nice in the kitchen. They can make some nice nettle soup or something. But all the actual leaves themselves, you can pop them into some water and they make a really good plant feed. So that's another option you could do. In fact, if you have a lot of nettles and you just pull them in a bucket and fill them up with water before composting them, they, that will kill them off as well. It does get very smelly, it's the only thing, but it will kill them off. Now every week I will turn my compost, and all I'm doing here is just kind of mixing the ingredients around the bin. I use a pitchfork because I find them just fantastic to use for this sort of thing. I just stick it in, turn it around a few times, and that's it, I move on to the next bin. And I do that both at home in my Dalek bin, style bins that I have and my pallet wood bins that I have down on the allotment. Just find it works and that's just getting some air incorporated into the compost. If you're able to do that daily it keeps that heat up in the compost bin and it means you can produce compost a lot quicker. I read recently that somebody who was trying to rot down horse manure he rotated it daily and within 28 days he had really well rotted horse manure so definitely worth thinking about. For a novice, I would say just stir it once a week, but you're probably going to look at keeping it there for a year anyway, just to be on the safe side and so you can learn what you're going to do. So that's what I do personally. Now, because 
there are people who are novices and who have never made any compost. Let's start right at the beginning. What are you going to need? Do you need a Dalek bin or a pallet wood compost like I've got? Not necessarily. I find they are better, but the Daleks, I find they're not very attractive, especially in the garden. And the pallets, they can rot down. I mean, my newer ones, we don't know how long they're going to last just yet, but we'll find out. You can just heap up all your prunings and everything into a pile and leave that to rot down. It does work. It doesn't get as hot because it's not got any insulation or anything to trap that heat in. You will have to water it every now and then because it might dry out and you don't want your compost to dry out. And also I think it looks unsightly. Another way might be to get four posts in the ground and run some chicken wire around and then fill that up. That can work. Apart from that, it's a case of buying bins or making bins out of whatever you've got lying around. Then you want to locate your bin. Now, location may not necessarily be that important. The main thing to think about is it's got to be accessible. You've got to be able to get into it to pour in your compost material and also to remove your compost. So I don't think putting it somewhere where you can't easily get to it or you're going to be trapped is uh, worth doing. Apart from that, I don't really see there's any other problems. Sun won't necessarily help or hurt the compost, but the temperature can cause your pile to dry out. But you can remedy that by watering more frequently. Then what goes into the compost? Well, for me, I add all my garden waste into my compost bins. My kitchen waste goes into my wormery. That's not to say the kitchen waste can't go into the compost bins. It's just I save it for the wormery. I also add my chicken waste into my compost bin. And what that gives me is a good mixture of brown and green materials. Now, green materials is things like grass clippings, fresh leaves, fruit vegetable peels, coffee grounds, melon rinds. Whereas the browns would be dead leaves, straw, hay, twigs and bark, sawdust, wood chips, pine codes, cardboard, anything like that. Ideally, you'd want to get that layered. So you have a layer of green and a layer of brown. A layer of green and a layer of brown. And as you build those up, you'll just get this sort of equal amount of greens and browns. Then once it's full, start mixing them all together. So other than mixing it and keeping it moist, you don't really need to do anything. Mother Nature is brilliant at just rotting down these components. And then once it's all rotted down, now... For a novice, I would say wait a year, just so you've got an idea of what you're looking at. If you need extra compost bins, what you will find is that they will rot down, and you, you might have two or three compost bins, for example, they will rot down quite quickly. So you might have to take material out of one compost bin and pot it in with another to make yourself have a bit more room. Got no problem with that. I think that's probably going to be quite an efficient way, especially as brown bins are not being collected at the moment. Anyway, after all that time, it will rot down and produce this really lovely crumbly compost. Now this compost, it can be used as a potting material. I've used it myself, but you are in danger, of course, that it may not be good enough for a, a pot. It may be quite smelly if you're using it indoors. It may have weed seeds that have survived the process. A million and one things that, just to be aware of, it, it, I've used it in pots and it has been fine. But what it is also very good for is just spreading over the soil or incorporating into the soil as a, a soil improver. It's very, very good for that. It's kind of like a free fertiliser for your plants. I like to use it as a mulch as part of my no-dig. And it, it is brilliant. Don't get me wrong. Now, quite simply, that is how you make compost. But you may want to know what you don't add to the compost bin. 
I don't tend to add any meat or bones. Probably could in the wormery, but it's just something I've avoided doing. I also don't add anything that's been diseased because I don't want to pass on those disease. Other than that, everything else goes in in my bins. But for novices, you just want to get going, but don't want to um, cause any problems further down the line. What I would advise is, you, let's say you pull out a weed, you cut the roots off, and you don't put that in the compost bin. You cut the flowers off, and you don't put that in the compost bin. But what you have got left will go in the compost bin. The other two will have to go away in your brown waste material when that's being collected. Now, the listener does mention that he has nettles, and nettles can be pretty bad in a compost bin at spreading. The roots in particular, I find, can be pretty awesome, so try not to add the roots. The nettles themselves, you could possibly get them to germinate in your compost bin if you're not careful. But what you can do with things like that is put them in a tub of water for two, three weeks, and that will sort of kill off any chance of that plant coming back to life and then pour that into your compost bin and that goes for many of the perennial weeds such as dot or dandelions because the root can survive you can pour that into water to really kill it off before it goes into the compost bin or another idea is just to bask it out in the sun i've tried that i just find it looks messy i much prefer the water idea so that's all you really need to know about composting. But if anybody else has got any tips or suggestions they would like to add, then please do get in touch. Now you can email me, richard at uk, or you can visit the website, thevegrowpodcast.co.uk, or you can find me on social, just search for The Veg Grower Podcast. And thank you so much for your emails. Really appreciate it. But please take care, and I'll see you again next time. Yeah.